All right. Welcome back to the second DevThink podcast. Uh, this is Sean Molochik, and with me is... Nikola Brezhnev. And today we're here to talk about the simplified keyboard layout, which is something that I've been using for about 10 years. It's more commonly known as the Dvorak layout because it was designed by a guy named August Dvorak and now bears his name, which I think is uh, actually a big problem because the simplified keyboard layout is something a lot of people will be interested in learning, but Dvorak, D-V-O-R-A-K, syllables that we don't generally use in English, uh, tends to make people think it's something hard or scary. So I haven't found it to be that, and I found it to be very beneficial to my life. And Nicola has been using it for, uh, I guess, a few weeks now. And do you want to kind of describe what it is since you are looking at it from a fresher perspective than I than I am? Yeah, so basically it's a different layout. You can use Dvorak layout, right, uh, on any keyboard. Of course, it would be kind of a, like a pain if you were to be looking at the keyboard and it says uh, S and it's actually O if you switch, but then again, the advice as you gave me, do not look at the keyboard. So yeah, basically letters are all mixed up based on this Dvorak guy. Actually, a side note, isn't it actually Dvorak? I don't, I don't yes. know. It is. That's actually probably the correct pronunciation. And on top of that, I just want to mention the layout was designed explicitly for the English language. So if you're typing in English, this will be helpful. The general idea is that, um, the guy who invented it studied, he took a bunch of English words, phrases, sentences, whatever, and figured out how to minimize finger movement. So the keyboard is designed in such a way that if you were to type out an entire novel in both QWERTY, which is the standard English layout, and the simplified keyboard layout, your fingers would travel many, many miles less with Dvorak than, than QWERTY. Yeah, I read somewhere that it's actually 40% more finger movement uh, on QWERTY than on Dvorak. And it also, all the vowels are on the left side of the keyboard. So in general, in English, you will alternate your hands when typing. There are almost no words you'll ever type in English all with the same hand, which is nice because it reduces strain that way as well. And then in addition, if you consider your ring finger and pinky finger to be weaker and your index and middle finger to be stronger, the most frequently used keys that you have to reach for or type are going to be with your index and middle finger. And you're going to do a lot less reaching. The keys, the less used keys are the ones that are going to be the ones your pinky uses. And then the home key, or the, the home row, everyone knows ASDF, JKL semicolon. Anyone who's taken a class has done that. So compare ASDF with A-O-E-U, that would be your home key with your left hand, and the right hand, instead of J-K-L semicolon, is S-N-T-H. I mean, are there any more commonly used words in the English language than S-N-T-H? And who uses semicolons except for programmers uh, on a regular basis? Yeah, so anyways, as you kind of like said, Nicola, try it, I was like, okay, you know, because I'm, I'm going to do it, right? But then again, I remember one friend referring me to it before and I looked at it and I was like, are you crazy? Uh, but then again, now, now let's say it was an awesome uh, time to try it because we were, you know, on a break. So I was at home and I said, I'm going to give it a go. Although, to be fair, I have to say that 
Uh, I am doing this on a keyboard that you gave me. Thank you very much. It's actually a type matrix keyboard that suffice to so let's put Vorak aside. Type matrix keyboard, I love it. I honestly love it. And as you said, you could use QWERTY on it without a problem. I agree. Um, people should look up that keyboard because I think it's cool. Uh, maybe you can, of course, you can say more about it because you know, you're using it for how long again? I've been using it since 2006. I will not use anything else. So probably everyone listening to this has a keyboard that is based on a limitation of mechanical typewriters. Like even prior to electric typewriters, back in the day, mechanical typewriters, every key you pressed raised a metal bar that had the letter reversed printed on it and it would slam into an ink ribbon and hit the paper. So if you look at your keyboard, just to pick two QWERTY uh, characters at random, there's J and U, right? J is on the home key, U is right above it. If those metal bars on your typewriter were in direct line, you could never type J because it would just slam into the U bar. So all the keys on your keyboard are slightly staggered. Your top row with QWERTY is not perfectly aligned with your second row with your ASDF, which is not, top, not perfectly aligned with your bottom row, which starts with ZXC. We still, in 2018, they're manufacturing keyboards this way, which makes no sense because now, not only do you have to learn which finger has to type which letter and whether it has to stay on the home row or reach up and down, you also need to develop an instinct for whether you need to reach up and slightly to the left or slightly to the right or down and slightly to the left and slightly to the right. There is no sense in this. So uh, these people at Type Matrix at typematrix.com, um, I have no financial uh, association with them, but I recommend everyone buys their keyboards because they are sane. Uh, they have fixed this. I've been using it since 2006. And I, like I said, I will never go back. I have purchased extras, multiples, and I have them brand new in boxes in storage just in case they become unavailable because I just don't want to type on anything else. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so actually, yeah. So there, <laughs> as what I noticed is that my fingers definitely don't have to move as much, but also let's put Vorak into uh, this conversation where I really see that I don't have to move my fingers that much. Uh, of course, yes, uh, we haven't said this before, but originally, I mean, originally, I am still in Croatia, so living, born and raised and still living in Croatia. Uh, although I type mostly, mostly, most like 99% English. So yes, for me, that's not the issue. Uh, but okay, so how I started. Let me tell you this. So uh, I have been, uh, I believe that the word is touch typist, right? That I can type very fast. I don't need to look at the keyboard. Uh, so on the QWERTY, right? I was very fast on QWERTY, that's that's one thing. So I developed this, what's the word? Um, muscle memory for certain keys. You know, when you kind of like see the key in your mind before you even have to press it. And so now when I was trying this Vorak, Oh dear God, I have to tell you, uh, first few days, a pain, like honestly a pain and to be fair. So I had to reply to one uh, ping on Slack very quickly and I literally went on my laptop and typed the uh, reply there. Like it felt, I felt relieved, you know, but then, you know, I talked with you, Sean, and you said like, honestly, don't do that because you're kind of like, um, 
not progressing. And then I said, okay, if I'm going into this, I'm going to go cold turkey. And literally ever since then, so that's like, I'm on my third week now. Uh, I haven't used anything else but this keyboard. And I mean, the Dvorak layout, uh, it's gotten way better. Like honestly, way better. Um, and here's, here's one thing. I actually think that it's way easier to do the touch typing as in using all of your fingers with this layout and especially with this keyboard. Also, I have zero affiliation. I mean, you were the one who <laughs> introduced me to it. Uh, so yes, I am feeling that there's definitely something in it. Uh, I'm still not as fast as I was on QWERTY, but I, I'm sensing that I'm, you know, uh, develop, developing a new muscle memory for these new keys. Uh, one thing that I brought up to you and you said that I shouldn't be worried about is that on my phone, I still have the QWERTY keyboard and I felt that by using that, I'm kind of like going backwards uh, in like not using the Dvorak layout there. And I installed like some, uh, actually some new keyboard on my iPhone and I don't kind of like it because they're not in the same row. So, hey, but I had the great app idea over there and, you know, uh, maybe I'll make it. I don't know. We'll see. But as you, Sean said, I don't kind of have to worry about that. Right. Right. Yeah. When I, so here's the thing. If you are in tech support or if you work, I don't know, in some uh, shop where you handle other people's computers all day or use other people's terminals, you may have to type QWERTY. I mean, you can always do a software update of the keyboard layout from QWERTY to Dvorak, and that's fine. But if for some reason you feel like it would be an undue burden to lose your QWERTY ability, then you have to continue to do QWERTY interspersed with your Dvorak, because if you don't, by the time you've learned Dvorak fluently, you will actually have lost your QWERTY. I typed QWERTY for over a dozen years. When I switched, I went cold turkey, never looked back, and I completely lost my QWERTY. However, on phones, they didn't have a Dvorak layout, so I just continued typing with my thumbs on QWERTY. So... A couple years ago, I found that I was able to actually get a Dvorak layout on my phone, and I switched to it, and I was completely lost. I just went back to QWERTY on the phone. Uh, when I type with my thumbs, I use QWERTY. I can't. If you put a gun to my head and made me type QWERTY on a com computer keyboard, I would not be able to do it. But it's the only thing I know how to type with my thumbs. So I don't think it's a detriment to continue, you know, thumb typing with whatever you want or your swipe keyboard or whatever. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay. Anyways, that's it for now. We're going to do a follow up when I'm, you know, kind of like quote unquote converted. So stay tuned for that episode. And till then, you know, guys, I don't know, try it. You'll see. I definitely see the benefit. Uh, if you asked me two weeks ago, I would tell you, you know what? Okay. That's kind of like how I am. I will try it. I will give it a fair shot. But at that time I was like, this cannot work. Now I'm like, okay, this will definitely work. I love it. Uh, just give me a bit more time. So yeah, I don't know guys, try it. Uh, see if, see if, you know, this is something that you may get the benefit from. Anyways, till yeah. next time, right? <laughs> yeah. Look it up, do some research for yourself and, uh, let us know what you think. Awesome. See you guys. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the DevThink podcast. To reach us for feedback, 
show suggestions, or any other comments, email us at info at devthink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K.